This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thomas Goldcamp here with 24-7 Sports and Swamp247.com. I was going to shoot a video for you guys this morning breaking down the news that Florida receiver Jacob Copeland has entered the NCAA transfer portal. And I got to be honest, I'm glad that uh, things came up and I wasn't able to get it done this morning because it seems like a an absolute avalanche of news is coming out of the Gator Nation right now. So not only has Jacob Copeland entered the NCAA transfer portal, he did that on Thursday afternoon. Uh, but now linebacker Mahmoud Diabate has also entered the NCAA transfer portal. Those two guys are obviously the biggest high-profile impact type players that have entered the portal. But the Gators have had six players enter the NCAA transfer portal since that FSU game ended. Now, it's important to note that just because they're in the NCAA transfer portal does not necessarily mean that they will transfer, right? What the NCAA transfer portal does is once your name goes in, it's basically a massive database for coaches around the country They'll get flagged for it if they have somebody, you know, kind of monitoring the portal and watching it. And at that point, once the name is officially in the transfer portal, they can reach out and contact you about a potential move. So I think in some of these cases, guys are definitely gone. Like Jacob Copeland posted a farewell message on his Twitter. Seems pretty uh, intent on leaving. And obviously, you know, fans that are, are active on social media know that he was a little bit disgruntled at the lack of touches that came his way this season. Some of that obviously related to poor quarterback play. Uh, but regardless, Copeland, I think, is a guy that is for sure gone at this point. But there are some others like Diabate who I think are more weighing their options and have not yet necessarily decided that they won't be at Florida going forward. But they want to kind of hear maybe some pitches from other schools to see, you know, as they get into maybe their final year, uh, you know, what, what can other schools offer them in terms of getting themselves into a position to sell themselves for the NFL. So I think Diabate, probably a very different case than Jacob Copeland. But again, at this point, Florida has six players in the portal. You've got Jacob Copeland, you've got Diabate, you've got offensive tackle Gerald Mincy, who's a uh, you know a younger guy that I think Florida really should probably push to keep around. I don't know if they'll be able to. He seems like one of the guys that is kind of more leaning towards the departure angle and probably was for most of the season. But uh, he's a guy I think you want to keep around. Uh, some of the other guys, Chris Bogle, a defensive end who was stuck behind Brenton Cox this year in a lot of ways, didn't get as many snaps as he would have liked. But I think a lot of fans maybe saw some impact potential there. And and hopefully with a new coach, maybe he's a guy that you can convince to stick around because of the depth at that defensive end position is getting a little bit light. Lloyd Summerall, another guy that's entered the portal, Dante Zanders. So you're, you know, you're talking about a lot of bodies on the defensive line right now. Um, and I think right now the situation is that Billy Napier, as we talked about, you know, with the coaching hires, He's very focused on recruiting right now. And quite frankly, with the early signing period coming up on December 15th, that's where his focus needs to be. I do fully expect that at some point he will have meetings individually with some of these guys that are in the NCAA transfer portal. He will try to convince them to stay. Uh, but the bottom line is right now, Florida is kind of experiencing 
Um, a lot of guys looking maybe for other options outside of Gainesville. And so we'll have to continue to monitor those. Um, some other news to get to here. I will not keep you guys long on this video. Um, but the coaching staff, we talked about it a little bit in yesterday's video in terms of the, the Corey Raymond hire being an extremely big one for Florida, obviously pulling him away from LSU, a guy that has extensive, extensive recruiting ties in Louisiana. I think that's an area that Florida will be able to attack. Well, we've got a new hire on the Florida coaching staff. This is the fourth assistant coach out of the 10 on-field roles that Billy Napier will need to fill. Louisiana offensive line coach Darnell Stapleton is going to come over to Florida. And as you guys know, Billy Napier does plan to hire two offensive line coaches. Darnell Stapleton is the first. He spent a year with him at, at Louisiana and is, a, is kind of a young up-and-coming coach, had an NFL career, won a Super Bowl with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, one of the interesting things to note on this hire Former Florida great Max Starks, who was a longtime Pittsburgh Steeler, played with Darnell Stapleton uh, up in Pittsburgh there during their playing days. They both were on that same Super Bowl team together. Max Starks was a guy that was kind of openly campaigning for Darnell Stapleton to get a job on this Florida staff after Billy Napier was hired. He, he tweeted out you know, his support for a guy like Stapleton, who he played with, thinks that he can really help Florida's offensive line developed sort of an, a more aggressive mentality, particularly in the run game. And I know that, you know, anybody that has watched Florida really for the last two years knows that that's kind of an area that Florida really probably has needed to improve. You know, the offensive line went healthy, I guess, at the beginning of this year, did okay in terms of the run game. And, and actually, that's not fair. They were pretty good when they were healthy early in the year. Uh, but you saw as the, you know, the quality of the depth uh, it was depleted throughout the season, that offensive line just couldn't keep it going. And so that is obviously an area that Billy Napier is, is really looking to shore up on the team. You've got to have an offensive line that can move people around in the SEC. And so he plans to hire two coaches. Stapleton will be the first. As we talked about a little bit in yesterday's video, the second guy I would really keep an eye on and one that we've heard behind the scenes is probably, I don't want to say anything's inked because uh, you know that's not fair and that's usually never the case until things are official. But Rob Sale is a guy that's coaching in the NFL, has worked at Georgia previously, you know, has some ties to Billy Napier as well, coached for him at, at Louisiana. Uh, again, with a, a, an offensive line at Louisiana that between Sale and Stapleton over the years uh, really was able to kind of push people around. And that was Louisiana's identity. That's what Billy Napier has identified as kind of the identity he liked to build in Gainesville, toughness in the trenches. And so Darnell Stapleton will certainly help with that. Rob Sale, again, coaching with the New York Giants right now. That staff is reportedly going to have some shakeups after the season. Sounds very, very likely there. Um, I don't know that that would even have any impact on Rob Sale uh, as, as far as making a decision to come to Florida. I think with the, uh, you know, the amount of money that Florida has to throw around $7.5 million that they've allocated to give to Billy Napier for his assistant coaching pool, Florida's going to have the ability to make a very convincing pitch to a guy like Rob Sale. So he's another guy to keep an eye on. Again, as we discussed, I think a little bit on yesterday's video and short clip on the podcast, uh, some other names to watch for on the coaching staff, Jawan Sider out of Penn State. Uh, he's a guy that obviously has previous experience at Florida, spent some time on Jim McElwain's staff. And if you'll recall, Billy Napier also has quite a bit of crossover with Jim McElwain. Something that I don't know that we've touched on the podcast, Jim McElwain uh, was at Alabama when Billy Napier was there in 2011 after he was uh, unceremoniously dumped by Dabo Swinney at Clemson and was fired. 
Billy Napier kind of went out and, and and really pitched himself to Nick Saban as a chance to get in the door as a, as a graduate assistant there. And then, you know, at, at the time, Jim McElwain was the offensive coordinator there. So he learned a lot from Jim McElwain. Jim McElwain thought enough of Billy Napier that when he went to Colorado State and took the head coaching job there in 2012, Billy Napier was on his first staff there. And then obviously Billy Napier got a chance to go back to Alabama and study some more. But Billy Napier has been quite frank with us that he will lean on Jim McElwain for some input. Now, obviously, Billy Napier has his own thoughts about how to build a program. But Jim McElwain does know the lay of the land at Florida. And I think as far as being able to um, talk about maybe some assistants that don't come directly from Billy Napier or do not have maybe direct crossover with Billy Napier, Jawan Sider is a guy that, you know, he can easily pick up the phone, talk to Jim McElwain, say, hey, how did this guy do for you when you brought him in and didn't really have ties to him? And I think Jim McElwain would probably give a very glowing review. Again, I don't know the dynamics completely of the cider situation. I do think that there is um, significant reason to believe that he may want to stay in Penn State with his family there. Um, so I don't think that that one is, is done by any means. That's something to watch for sure. Um, other assistant coaches uh, beyond Rob Sale, Jawan Sider, I'm trying to think. Chris Rumpf is a guy that we've reported on uh, on Swamp247.com. And actually, we're offering a 50% off membership right now, promotion before the early signing period. So I wanted to mention that. But uh, Chris Rumpf is a guy that also has previous experience at Florida, um, had some crossover, I believe, on Jim McElwain's staff as well. And so he's another guy that, you know, Billy Napier has some easy connections to. There has been confirmed back and forth interest from from uh, both parties there. So they have spoken about the job. Again, don't know the degree to which those conversations have reached. Uh, but he's certainly another guy to keep an eye on as floor as far as Florida staff. And then I guess we'll wrap it up with the, the last little bit of news. Tosh Lapoy is another guy that we had talked about on yesterday's episode of the show. A guy that has significant, significant experience as a recruiter is very, very, very well thought of. When you talk about Corey Raymond being a slam dunk as a recruiter and regarded as one of the nation's top recruiters, Tosh Lapoy is probably actually even a level bit above that. So he's an exceptionally good uh, potential hire. And he's over in Jacksonville right now as the D-line coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was asked, you know, because there's a lot of crossover on the beats between the Jaguars and, and Florida. Uh, I know the Associated Press reporter covers both teams. Uh, I believe there's a Sports Illustrated reporter that covers both teams. Actually, maybe two Sports Illustrated reporters that split time between the Jags and the Gators. And so Tosh Lapoy was asked kind of about the rumors about him being tied to the Florida job. And uh, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he basically said, you know, I, I'm not really the kind of guy that spends a lot of time during the week talking about those things. Um, you know, I'm fully focused on the Tennessee Titans. And so very much a non-denial of kind of the news, but, you know, obviously focused on his task with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I think going forward, those are some of the immediate names you need to focus on for Florida staff. Um, just wanted to go ahead and get you guys the news of Jacob Copeland, uh, Mamou Diabate in the portal. Again, I think Florida is at the point where scholarship-wise, they're going to need to try to keep some of these guys around. And I think that those conversations will likely happen after the early signing period ends on December 17th. And Billy Napier has a chance to sit down and really talk to some of these guys. But that'll do it today, guys. I don't want to keep you too long. Like I said, we're going to try to do a little bit more of these shorter videos. And, and I'm actually uploading the audio as well our podcast so if you are listening to this on itunes stitcher spotify uh come check us out on youtube you know uh we do get a chance i think to 
particularly on the, the, the podcast episodes, really kind of go back and forth. And sometimes the video can help as well in terms of, uh, you know, being able to interpret uh, kind of where we're coming from. So that'll do it for today's episode, guys. I appreciate you tuning in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.